Radio Drone. And it is another Radio Drone. I'm Josh Hadley. With me, as always, is Mr. Jones. I'm Suede Alex. And along with Suede Alex, Mr. Jones, you heard Mr. Snicker back there. Uh, my name is Brad Jones. That's weird. We, we call him Snickers because he's so nutty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've heard you say in a while, Brad. <laughs> yeah, Brad, e- even even I get to call you a little bit of dumb on that one. <laughs> I wouldn't have even made that pun. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying I enjoyed it. Well, last week we talked about comic movies. This week we're going to talk about video game movies. But I need to explain why I wanted to do it this week. And Brian, this involves you. Brian and I do Trailer Park over on Geek Juice Media. Brad's been invited, but he's too busy because he's a snob and all that. One of the trailers we got this week was The Paperboy. You know, that very serious Matthew McConaughey period piece. And I, what I found funny, Brian, is every single contributor made a joke about wishing that this were the arcade adaptation. I wouldn't have done that. Like, now I kind of wish I was on there because I... You know what? I actually haven't seen the trailer for this, but I saw when the trailer was first posted, and I said something on Twitter about, "Oh man, they remade that Alexandra Palm from the '90s, the Paperboy with the Psycho Paperboy." Oh man, we get to throw papers in people's windows and run over sewer grates, and oh man, it's going to be some sweet arcade action. And nah, it's a serious movie about freeing an innocent man in the '70s. Bah. Well, at least it takes place in the '70s. That's pretty. Yeah, I, I noticed that uh, uh, looking at that after Alex posted everything up, like I, I was glancing at it, I'm like, it's like, wow, everyone is talking about this being, you know, like, like, oh, man, I wish this were really Paperboy and not just a movie called The Paperboy. It got me thinking about video game movies. Well, true. My biggest thing was like reading everybody else's thing on there and be like, Psh, the game wasn't called The Paperboy. Sillies. <laughs> and then I called them all sillies because... What the hell? Why would I do that? I don't even read that trailer park thing, because I know it's just going to be Josh Hadley. This looks terrible. No, hey. no, he said that he liked uh, how uh, Hotel Transylvania was looking, if I recall right. I, I, I thought all the incidental stuff in Hotel Transylvania actually looked kind of funny. The stuff with the werewolves and the zombies and all that. Just judging from the trailer, that stuff I thought was kind of intriguing. The actual plot of Adam Sandler as a vampire, not so much. <laughs> well, he's Brian. You got to review the trailer for VHS after you saw the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I considered before I before I watched the movie. Like, man, I should really write that. Ah, <laughs> hell, I'll do it later. <laughs> I was glad when you popped that thing up because I was like, good, thank you. There's somebody else who doesn't like this movie either. He said he hated it more than you did. Yeah, but I still didn't like it. I just love how I I did put this in my uh, my write up about it, but. I think there's, like, one of those videos that's actually recorded on a VHS camera. Yeah, and wasn't it the wraparound segments? Well, the wraparound, and I think the, the guy doing the, like, the last segment, the dude with, like, the nanny cam. But even at that, I'm like, like uh, nearest I could fear is maybe it was, like, a high 8 camera, because I can't imagine him walking around with a big old, like, RCA brick on the top of his head. You can, you can see 
Brian Lewis and my contributions to Trailer Park at GeekJuiceMedia.com every week. Spoiler, Josh hates everything. No, I hate most stuff. <laughs> most, not all. I liked Dread, didn't I, Brad? Yeah, but you were still probably like, the trailers suck. For, for video game movies, they've been making these for quite a while now. Can you guys think of any that really got it right, whereas it was both a good movie and an accurate adaptation of a video game? I can think of some that I enjoyed. Maybe they weren't necessarily very good movies, but I can certainly think of some that at least, like, well, that was kind of entertaining in a really stupid way. Had screw all to do with the movie or with the game, really, but as, like, hey, it's two in the morning and I need something to watch and kind of laugh at. Hey, Street Fighter's on. Right on. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a few that... uh. The, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say got it absolutely right. I mean, there there have been a few that have been fun. Like, like even some of them, like, like well, like Brad was saying, there was Street Fighter. I mean, even if it's not good, I mean, there's at least some that are, are very watchable. More often than not, though, yeah, they just kind of tend to just nothing. <laughs> I, I can think of one that is way better than it has any right to be, and that's the first Mortal Kombat. There's no reason that movie should have been as good as it was. I mean, was it a great movie? No. Did it suck? No. And that's a compliment to a video game movie, I think. That movie should not have been PG-13. There should be no reason PG-13 Mortal Kombat exists. With that said, I'll still watch that movie because Christopher Lambert rocks in it. And <laughs> and they actually got you know some of the characterizations and the overall arc kind of right. At least more right than Annihilation did. More ones that just go off the f***ing track like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I don't know how anyone thought, okay, you've got this game, this iconic game that at the time was the best-selling video game of all time. We're going to make it, it like we're going to make it into a dystopian sci-fi flick. What the yeah. hell thought process was that? We got to make it like Blade Runner. That seems to be like a kind of weird go to sometimes like if you're not sure how to do it just throw in the apocalypse because like uh <laughs> well like the, the the movie adaptation for tekken does the same thing like it takes place in this weird broken junky dystopian future in the where city of tekken. that one i didn't mind that one oh, as like a movie shooting people with guns well as a tech <laughs> as a tekken movie it sucked as a movie it really wasn't that bad, I thought. I, I won't go as so far as to say it was horrible. I thought it was really uninteresting. <laughs> I actually really liked the, the direction, the lighting, good production design. Story needed a lot of work. You could see them trying. There was at least trying. With Super Mario Brothers, and I know this because Hank Carlson, who did the effects for Cinema Snob Movie, he, he built the Yoshis and worked on the effects on Super Mario Brothers. They had no idea what they were doing. They were making that movie up as they went along. And you can kind of tell, can't you? I love the opening narration of that movie, too. That goes, uh, Billions of years ago, dinosaurs existed. Then they all got, then they all died. But what if they didn't die? What if they just went to a parallel universe? It's sort of like, it's sort of like they, they got some bit player from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show to come on yeah. and do the opening narration. I think it was Dan Castellaneta. And see, the thing that hurts me the most about the Super Mario Brothers train wreck is, it was directed by the same people that created Max Headroom, my all-time favorite TV series. So I'm going, how can you create something so original and iconic and then that? Oh, hell, man. 
tech in the movie was directed by Dwight Little, who did a bunch of Sega CD games. He did Halloween 4 also, which Halloween, was good. Halloween 4. Halloween 4. Didn't he do a Seagal movie, too? Positive it was Mark Burdett. Okay. Yeah, he's, he wasn't a bad director, but I guess it comes to the same question we asked last week about comic book movies. Is there nobody during the process of the making of these that somebody goes, what are you doing? We really need to stop and rethink this process. That What are we doing here? Well, yeah, I... I... A movie that I think really kind of suffers from that is uh, of really no one ever saying anything was, uh, and this happens, I, I notice a lot with the ones that are based off of fighting games, because I mean, really the, the storylines there are tissue thin and barely even noticeable for most people that play the games. But with, like... with one exception, Eternal Champions. <laughs> that, that that thing had like a, a phone book that came with it of backstory, remember? Well, it's because you really had to know the background of, like, circus performer Jetta Max and why she was there. But I'm just saying, that yes. one, you cannot call that a flimsy storyline. Well, true, that that suffered from abundant storylines. The movie ends when the credits roll, or when you decide to quit watching. <laughs> exactly. The, well, like, the, there's uh, Brad being ever pragmatic. <laughs> but, like, movies were, uh, were, like, they're trying so hard to keep in the fighting game mentality of one-on-one fights in bizarre locales, like uh, uh, Dead or Alive. <laughs> that movie is just damn near unwatchable, but through the whole thing, it's like someone saw, like, okay, these are the characters, here's how, like, the life bars look in the game, uh, go for it. And, like, you, it's just... Nothing about it makes any sense, especially in context to any of the games. And the games have one of the most convoluted storylines I've ever heard of. Un- unnecessarily convoluted. To the, well, point yeah. of, to the point of schizophrenia, almost. Well, and, and the same goes for uh, for King of Fighters. It's done in almost the exact same fashion where... I was just going to has... ask, which one's better? I was just going to ask... If I had to watch either of them again, which, God willing, I never <laughs> will, I'd probably watch Dead or Alive again. One, because the, the main villain in it is super karate Eric Roberts. And Jamie Presley is in that one, too. And, yeah, mostly, like, like you know, Jamie Presley and a bunch of other chicks are in this. Every single fight scene with, uh, with the chicks in it is pretty much the camera is wedged right up an ass like literally you spend the entire fight just looking at like basically pressed ham on the screen it's 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 not bad what do you think about when and you saw this weird shift in the late 90s to early 2000s where you saw the video game movies you know mortal Kombat, street fighter things like that where they had they tried to drag out the almost no story of the game to too much story in the movie to video games sort of taking over and having the new games having so much story that they were like a movie. I'm thinking like Clive Barker's Jericho. I can't believe that hasn't been made into a movie. That whole game is story. That, that's one I actually never got around to playing. Like I, I, I know of it, but yeah, I just never got around to playing that. It, it's not a great game. I really like the story. <laughs> oh. No, I really like the story. I really like the characters, but it was too ambitious for when it came out. The gameplay mechanics are borderline broken. And it's way too over reliant on quick time events, it looked like an in joke of a quick time event in one of these games. 
I think that would be funny. You know, the, the character has four seconds to press X on a keyboard or something. I don't know why nobody's made that fourth wall breaking video game joke yet. <laughs> well, they kind of did stuff like that in Battleship. Which I haven't seen. But that's a board game, not a video game. Well, so, there's a video game of the movie. Does that count? Yeah, it's a first-person shooter. <laughs> well, th- th- there's a Mortal Kombat-style Street Fighter game that's Street Fighter the movie, the game. I love that game. I just like the, I just like the, the, this, just the sort of, well, we have a game that we made a movie and then we made a game on the movie of the game. I just like how it kind of wraps back around to being as ridiculous as it sounds. Well, I just love the fact too that the game based off the movie based off the game is terrible. It's even if you're good at actual Street Fighter, it is really hard to legitimately play Street Fighter the movie the game. I don't know. We had fun when we played it. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> we had a blast playing that game. What are you talking about? But we're also the two schmucks that are like every chance we get breaking out Shaq Fu. Oh, damn right. I've never beaten Shaq Fu. <laughs> I, I could get pretty hard, but once I get to that cat lady, I get my ass handed to me. But, okay, then, you know, you guys do have a slight, and I'm going to put this word in quotes, advantage over me when it comes to the Resident Evil movies. I haven't seen the last one, and you two have. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call that an advantage. I was just about to say, who wins, me or you in that argument, because oh, I man, haven't Brian, seen that one yet. We are so lucky we saw that movie. Yeah, it, it's a great thing that we went out and wasted all of our time and, and, and money, and it's just it's so lucky for us. Actually, you know, I think Josh is in a worse spot, because if you've seen the other ones, chances are at some point you will drag yourself to watch the last one, knowing full well in advance how terrible it was. That's what I did, yeah. with, the, that's what I did with the previous one. There was no way it was going to be good, but I, I just, I had to. I saw all the others. Is kind of funny because honestly, the first one I do actually kind of like. See, the, I, the first Resident Evil movie I do kind of like it. It's I got the most Michelle Rodriguez in it. I, I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like that one at all. And two is not a good movie, but I appreciated the fact that two at least pretended like it took place in the same universe as the games. Jill was in the same costume. She moved the same. They had references to the games. It it wasn't but, as much of Malila Jalavovich having to save everybody. Cause, I still thought it was a far worse movie than the first one. Yeah, I actually, in, in uh, I was actually having this conversation with Letty the other day. Is I actually think the the second one suffers the most because it tries to be like the games. Like it, the first one seemed like a good a good alternate take on on the first game. Uh, it set up like. You know, it, it had a lot of similarities, but it, it definitely played its own way, had its own characters. But I thought that it actually kind of like tied itself down when, it, in the second one, it decided to rip off almost wholesale the 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 plot from Resident Evil Three. Like it just seemed like it was it was trying so hard to win over people that said that the first one wasn't enough like the games that it went overboard. Like, yeah, you said, yeah, Jill's wearing the same outfit, but it doesn't look like she's wearing an outfit. It looks like she is in a costume as in she is on her way to like comic con dressed as Jill Valentine. It doesn't look like she's actually a person who woke up that morning and decided to put on those clothes. 
See, the only thing I and keep in mind, I I just even from what I've seen in the trailer for the one the new Resident Evil movie, I love the guy that plays Wesker in those. Oh uh, yeah, Jason that O'Mara. Jason O'Mara was good in in his little cameo in like two and three, but this guy is just the way he delivers his dialogue. I love that. He is just awesome. To every Alex, I see you brought the whole family. Just everything is just dripping with just every kind of emotion like you can't get a, a real good register on where the hell this guy's coming from but you just know it's cool <laughs> yeah yeah he's doing the michael sheen thing the, the, the way the way i look at it when you're starting to creep up on armanda santi's performance in judge dread for scenery chewing that's either awesome or awful i can't decide which uh, and I'm awesome. Look- yeah, yeah. And I'm looking. I'm. I'm actually sort of looking forward to the next Resident Evil because the way Resident Evil Five, the, the way that Resident Evil Five ends, it looks like this next one will have way more Wesker in it. Isn't he the hero now or something? I mean, okay. Plot spoilers since it's a relatively new movie, but from what I've heard, <laughs> that this one kind of ends that the other four movies were a simulation and Wesker's been the good guy the whole time. Something? Is that what they were doing with it? Uh, were you paying more attention than I was, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I've heard. I, I just have to first point out, I love the way you did that, Josh. It's like, all right, so then you find out Bruce Willis is a, a ghost. Oh, I mean, well, like, you know, spoiler alerts, but, you know, he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I Screw off. <laughs> but, no, like, this one, yeah, it, it kind of sets up that just, like, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of... Alice's, I guess, and they just have like this underground base where they just keep running tests and all these different scenarios. Maybe they'll finally pick pick an Alice who knows how to hold a gun. <laughs> it doesn't look like her tiny little arms are just going to buckle under the weight of the massive guns they keep. That was my her. favorite part. The preposterous scene where Mila Jovovich is showing Michelle Rodriguez how to shoot a gun. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no, and I know you, you've you, never had one of these in your hands before, but trust me on this. Well, and you, you you can't deny that Phelan is absolutely right with one of his real, honest, non-jokey criticism about all those movies. The Alice character is clearly supposed to be the star, so none of the other characters are allowed to ever do anything remotely competent. All those movies are is Alice constantly saving the characters from the games. And as a fan of the games, that's really irritating. So that really surprises me that you said that the second one you thought was better because that entire movie is everything that should be done by Jill from from the games being done by Alice. Like, basically, she just, like, shows up in the story and is like, it's like, oh, that thing you're about to do, I'll do it. Oh, that thing you're supposed to do, I'll do it. Oh, your romantic uh, subplot there with Carlos, yeah, I'll do that. Hey, Louis. Yeah. All right, you've convinced me. I changed my mind. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like, y- like you convinced me. That that is everything that I hate about that one. Is like, yeah, yeah. It, it, she's just jammed in the wrong movie. Like, if they just made a movie based off of any of the Resident Evil, like just straight up, like I'm talking Jill Valentine, Chris Redfield, I would go see it. But since they set up in the first one, like, Hey, this is Alice. She's going to be your, your hero and all this. They should have just stuck with that. They should have gone back to the game. Now it's just like, I groan every time. It's like, you know, like in the, what was it? The, the third one, she meets up with Claire Redfield. Okay. Why? And what was it? The, the fifth one, she meets up with, uh, 
you know, Chris, and he's in a prison isn't, cell or something. Isn't Leon in that, that one too, or, or or Barry? I think the the newest one. I don't even know what the numbering is for these anymore. But the the newest one, yeah, has Barry and uh, Leon and Ada and just like every character they haven't used so far. I think they're just trying to get them all out of the way. I love the preposterousness of listening to a conversation where one person has to convince the other person that Resident Evil 2 sucks. <laughs> well, you saw how Brian just swayed me. <laughs> I know, that's what I mean. <laughs> I wasn't a hard convince on that. Well, see, the, the thing that irked me the most is that th- they sort of play with your balls a little bit in the fourth Resident Evil. You, st- you see Claire in the, you know, the slow motion shower scene where they're fighting the executioner. Uh-huh. And she starts to do something confident, and she's shooting him, and he falls down. And you go, oh, my God, somebody other than Alice did something competent in this movie. And then, of course, he gets back up, and Alice has to finish him off. And I'm like, nope, movie couldn't even give me that. Well, you, the movie. Bo- the bottom line with the fifth one is, like, it's, imp- at least in my case, like, it was impossible to actually get mad because you could... By, by this point, the fifth movie, hell, by the by the other sequels, you knew what you were walking into. You know it's not going to be any good. You know exactly the kind of movie it's going to be. There's no, there's little to no chance that it's actually going to be, you're going to leave the theater and be like, well, that was a disappointment. It just was what it was. It was a stupid, bad movie. Well, and then we, we can't ignore the fact of, Brad, you and I had a great time talking to the guy, but Dr. Ball... And his his Doctor. video game movies, and, and I mean, I told him this in the interview, so I'm not changing my stance. I thought House of the Dead is one of the worst films I've ever seen. House of the Dead sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how about the only thing it really has to do with the video game is when, for no reason, it just shows footage from the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when and when people die, the camera swirls around them and it goes all red like you do in some of the games. Did any of you see House of the Dead two? I saw it about the first 20 minutes, and I just said, nope, not doing this. Nope, nope. Yeah, I think I saw part of it on, like, sci-fi one day. Isn't that okay. the one like, with Sid Haig? I, I think Sid Haig's in that one, yeah. I, I pretty much gave up after Sid Haig got killed. I can't think of a Dr. Bull video game movie that I liked. Not that I've seen all of them. <laughs> Once I have seen, though, not so much. <laughs> well, you liked Postal. Postal, po- postal yeah. Chunks. I liked Postal, but you and I have already fought over that. Fighting over Postal's like fighting over a carton of spilled milk. You can have it, it's yours. <laughs> well, and then you've got the the Im- the ones I love the most are I mean with Blood Rain, you the the Blood Rain movies, you could at least see what he was attempting to do, you know, do with the whole pre- I prequel. Like, well, he 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 was kind of wanted to make a prequel to build up to actually making the the story of the game. The In the Name of the King movies, I'm like, you know what? I haven't played these games in quite a while. I don't remember Earth's time travel or dimensional travel in these. What the hell are you doing? Wasn't that only in the second one? Or was that also in the first one? I think that was only in the second one. Okay, because I don't remember that. And, in the well, and he, he said, remember in our interview, he said the third one's got time travel in it as well. When, when Dolph go, has to go back to that world. So the, oh, the, the, better. The, 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 so the third one's got that, too. Oh, thank God. <laughs> what about the new Silent Hill coming out? You know, yeah, get ready to bleep this, because you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> I haven't, like, I haven't seen you... the first movie. I, I, I liked the game, so I kind of didn't see this, the normal Silent Hill movie. Is it worth it's, it? It's, it's honestly, in the scope of video game movies, 
the first Silent Hill movie is actually not that bad. I mean, it definitely misses all of the marks, but it's not bad. No, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's but, uh, freaking well made. Yeah, it's got really good production value, but my my problem with both that one and here with the, the upcoming uh, new one... Revelation, I think, is the subtitle? Yeah. Is that it? They keep wanting to obviously make a movie based off of Silent Hill 2, but they just keep not doing it. Like, they, they wanted to make... Uh, when when uh, uh who was it uh Christoph Gans wanted to make uh, a Silent Hill movie he wanted to make part two because it is by far the best story and I I rank it up there with one of the best video games of all time I mean it is just a fantastic game a fantastic narrative it's just a really good solid game but I guess it was some studio problem of like they didn't understand they're like oh well if that's Two, well, that's obviously the sequel. No, you got to make the first one first. So they just got a lot of things really weird, but like added a lot of stuff from the second video game into the plot for the first movie, which is kind of based off the plot of the first video game. So it's just it is odd mishmash of stuff. And then from what I've noticed here with the the new uh, movie, it's based off of the third Silent Hill video game. But in the trailer, all I'm seeing is stuff like the music in it is from Silent Hill 2. The nurse characters, the way they are there, and like Pyramid Head, that's from Silent Hill 2. The character of Pyramid Head is in Silent Hill 2. And it's in that because it makes sense only to the protagonist of Silent Hill 2. But now it's kind of like he's viewed as like the mascot for the series because they, they just randomly jammed him into the first movie and it made no damn sense. And now it looks like he's back for the second movie, which are based off of two games he's not in. It's just it doesn't make sense. First person sh- epic first person shooters like this often threatened Halo movie that they've been talking about forever. And yeah, wasn't Peter Jackson attached to that at one point? Yeah, and like yeah, two thousand three, I think that was. I mean that that thing's yeah. his his involvement's long dead. If there's one person I think could pull it off, and he's already proved he could do it with an eight minute short that aired in South Africa, and I'm gonna butcher his name. And I know the comments are going to make fun of me for this, but Neil Blomkamp is that it? The the, the guy that did District Nine sounds like uh, a name to me. That could certainly be a person. <laughs> well, he he made it's actually pronounced Fred. I, I I thought it was Angela. Okay, I've heard Angela. <laughs> oh my god! But he he actually made as as a as a teaser. Microsoft gave him a ton of money to make an eight minute short film that only aired in Europe and S- South Africa to tease between Halo 2 and 3, and it was a live-action short film. And it was amazing, and it showed what you could do in live-action and not look ridiculous with the Halo franchise, which is making me wonder, why is this movie taking forever? I'm both dreading it and wanting to see it. It's just one of those things, like, I I think everyone's so ambitious with what they want to do that... I don't know. I, I just don't know that it would work because, like, Metal Gear Solid's been the same way. Since the first game, uh, since the first Metal Gear Solid game came out, they've been talking about doing a movie. And that was back, what, like, 98, 97, 98, something like that? Somewhere in there, yeah. I mean, here with, like, the, the recent anniversary of the series, they re announced that it's still in consideration. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's the sort of thing like you'd think it'd be the easiest thing in the world for them to do, especially since that game, uh, that whole, well, really that whole game series is designed like a movie. It's shot and framed like a movie. You should easily be able to make a movie of it. I mean, honestly, like watching, uh, uh, when we were watching Dread the other day, my biggest thought was, holy crap, you want to make a Metal Gear Solid game or a movie? Awesome. Carl Urban doing exactly what he's doing right here. That is what you need. Carl Urban, did any of you guys see Doom? I was going to bring Doom up, yeah. Doom, now, I didn't like it as a movie, but I really liked certain parts of it. I thought The Rock was great in it, really playing against the type. Now he's played more villains, but up to that point, he pretty much only played the good guys or the hero. So I liked him playing against type, and Carl Urban and the chick that played his sister were dead on. I mean, they they were perfect. I thought they all gave great performances. Which, which one of them played the unnamed space marine? Let's see. Carl Urban's character was named uh, Reap, uh, Grim because his nickname was Reaper. Th- their last name was Grim. So I love so. Carl Urban's names in movies. Grim, <laughs> Dread, Bones. <laughs> Doom is not as bad as I think everyone makes it out to be. That's one of those ones that I think is a better movie than it is a game adaptation. I think as a movie, it only suffers during the first-person shooter segment because that was just that was just fan service. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's I think a, a huge downfall of a lot of these video game movies is that they always do that. They always try to put in some level of fan service that it just comes out really off. Makes you groan. Yeah. Well, it's it like, could have been worse with Doom. They actually. The director initially wanted to shoot the entire movie first person, and the studio wow. was like, "No, no, 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 no! You can have a little segment, whole movie, not happening, or you're fired." I, I honestly would have liked to have seen that. I, yeah, that might have been all right. I mean, hell, it it wouldn't be any different than like if if that movie if they hadn't made it in what like 2004, 2005, something like that. If they hadn't made it then, if they'd waited out a couple years, they could have done that entire movie as a found footage movie and people would have ate it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I could actually see that working, Brian. I could. But but then you've, you've got the other video game adaptations like, you know, Brad brought up earlier Street Fighter from, was that 95? Uh, I think so. I think that was the same year of Judge Dredd. And that movie... It tried, what yeah. What a, what a year for craptacular, huh? The Street Fighter movie, you could see that they were trying to kind of be faithful to the game while not being faithful to the game, which is more than I can say for Street Fighter: Legend of Chun Li, which was supposed to be kind of the apology for Street Fighter. <laughs> I actually, I actually think that movie was more disrespectful to the game and its fans than the Jean Claude movie was. <laughs> Making the legend of Chun Li means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a love story reference, real classy. I never, <laughs> I never saw Legend of Chun Li. I never saw Legend of Chun. I saw Hitman. That's a video game movie. That one, I, that one, and Max Payne. I've, I've heard are both borderline unwatchable. Didn't see Max Payne. I didn't think Hitman was that bad. It, I didn't think it was good, but it wasn't. You know, it, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was that the, bad of a movie. Yeah, at the end of the day, you got Timothy Oliphant killing people. I mean, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got you, you got Timothy Oliphant see, killing. Benef- you know, it's got. Well, I think that's one that maybe you and I kind of would benefit from watching because 
like me, like I know of the Hitman games. I, I know that there are several and that they are, you know, enjoyed by many. I've never played it. I've never played I, one. I played Hitman. I played uh I played one of the Hitman games. It was confusing. It was very confusing. After a while I just gave up and just climbed a rooftop and started shooting people. <laughs> I don't know if either in of In the you... game, not in not in real life. <laughs> well, I'm sure we would have heard about it on the news in real life, Brad. <laughs> What's he doing in that clock tower? Well, you know, we tried watching Hitman. Oh. Oh, and we got another one. You made me play second piece. I, I think Dr. <laughs> Ball would be perfect for this. They need to make a Saints Row the Third movie. And get Dr. Ball to do it? Yeah, because that is the most bat insane and truly fun video game I've played in probably five years. I mean, true, that is a video game that totally understood what fun was. Wait, man, I want, I want, I want the doctor to make a movie version of the E.T. game. <laughs> you know what? I, I could see that if we could get the rights from Spielberg. Hell yeah. <laughs> he probably would actually film it in Rome, though. <laughs> film it in Atari Vision. So good. Oh, my God. But but then you've got the other one, and I, I might get, be getting the director wrong here, but the other one that they've been threatening us with, which is apparently actually going to happen because last I read they were in pre-production, is a Castlevania game by Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh, yeah. I'm dreading yeah, that. Yeah, heard... As a Castlevania fan, oh, I hate that. That just... You know what I honestly want to say, though? I could see that working. With with someone as over the top as Paul W.S. Anderson, I could almost kind of see that Oh, working. please, he's going to cast Mila Jalavovich as Simon Belmont. That would be a better interpretation of Simon Belmont than Captain N. I'm just Touché. saying, I can, I can see a movie done by W.S. Anderson. I, I can see a movie from him featuring a guy running around Transylvania with a flame whip throwing bottles of exploding holy water and f- like glowing crosses hey, better on, than Josh. i could see like an like an acclaimed director doing a very serious adaptation of it dude josh ws anderson he made mortal Kombat. you like that one yeah and he's kind of away any goodwill with all the resident evil movies so he doesn't have any goodwill with me anymore i don't know if he ever had goodwill with me um, uh, Sol- Soldier was good, and I liked Event Horizon. Soldier sucked ass. I liked Soldier, and I, and I liked Event Horizon too. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Event Horizon. Event Horizon was great. That was yeah, that was good. That was that was really good. So okay, see, I he had some goodwill with you, even if you won't admit it. I just forgot. No, I admit it. I just forgot. He. I just forgot about Event Horizon. <laughs> I know. I admit it. Yeah. That was yeah. another movie that shouldn't have been nearly as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Well, and see, that's kind of a thing is like if he does an adaptation of Castlevania kind of landing somewhere in the middle between the over the topness of things like, you know, the Resident Evil series and like the Three Musketeers and with the actual like really good atmospheric quality of something like Event Horizon. Like, I honestly think that would be a very good take because, yeah, again, like it's such a bizarre, like supernatural story. I don't really think you could do like a very serious, gritty and honestly scary take on that premise. I mean, again, it's a dude running around with a flaming whip. How serious can you take that? He's cage. (laughs) He's a dude with a flaming whip hitting like, werewolves and skeletons until they explode into bags of money and giant legs of ham. Get Nick Cage, have it be like Season of the Witch. 
<laughs> see, there you go. I can actually see Nick Cage as Simon Belmont. I, I actually could. <laughs> he was Simon Belmont's dad. No, 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 no. Screw you. Nick Cage can play Simon Belmont. Oh, yeah. I want Nick Cage as Simon Belmont. Do it. Make it happen. I don't know if they're considering casting, but damn it, Paul W.S. Anderson, who will never, ever hear this show, most likely, Nick Cage. He's Simon Belmont. He totally is. Yeah. In a weird way, we're getting more video game movies than ever before, but at the same time, do you guys remember the early 2000s when you couldn't go a week without a new video game movie being announced that never happened? Yeah, it was, it was, it was like a craze for a while. Everybody, oh my god, we optioned this. It's never gonna get made, but we optioned it, alright. Well, and I think it's kind of because of like, like Resident Evil coming out and doing well, or like, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like it, but I, I know that it, it, I mean, it did enough, you know, box office that, yeah, it was sequel. suddenly like, wow, we could, we could really make some money off this, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there are, they're getting better in a way at it. I mean, they're still really bad at making them, but they're getting better. I, I honestly think it's kind of like with comic book movies that I really think they're they're just kind of waiting for that one movie that hits and just clicks just right that really gets people going in the right direction. They're going to do like uh, uh, like with the Avengers. They're going to make all these uh, side video game movies so they can finally collaborate into a Captain N movie. No, no, Marvel versus Capcom. You've you've already yeah. you've already got the Avengers and all their single movies. Now you need to start making Mega Man and the Castlevania movie, and then you can you can just collaborate on Marvel versus Capcom. Get that guy from the box cover for the first Mega Man to play him in the movie. Oh, that guy that looked <laughs> yes. like he was melting. <laughs> well, the guy with his sideways legs and the fact that he was holding a gun. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah, he looked a little like Fred Ward. Get him to play him. <laughs> what do you guys think about these these fan made either mini movies or you know fan made trailers for films that don't exist, where they take something cartoony and very logically make it live action and creepy? I'm sure you guys have seen that live action Pac Man trailer that that guy meticulously made that looks amazing. I've honestly seen probably like a dozen of those, so it's hard to say which one was which anymore. I didn't see that. I saw the one for Punch Out the movie. That was hysterical. That was great. The one for uh, Contra the movie was good. They did a fake trailer for uh, Oregon Trail that was really funny because they made it look like there will be blood. (laughs) (laughs) Did someone die of diphtheria? Probably. It's been a few years since I've seen it. There are so many games you know somebody is going to go. I mean, after Battleship was a hit, I mean, it made it, it made a ton of money overseas, so technically it's a hit. You know there's some executive somewhere going, how do we do Frogger? Cubert. Frogger and Cubert. All right. Cubert's in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, I saw that. Well, so is Sonic. Frogger's in that, too. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I said. Or, no, I'm sorry. It's a, it's you said Cubert. Cubert already had his own cartoon back in the day. Well, no, nah, that was just a part of Saturday Supercade. That that wasn't, <laughs> and, and that's TV. We're talking movies, Lewis. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it, it's already got a little bit of the ball rolling here. We just got to push that momentum forward. Yeah. And is is it a little sad that Wreck It Ralph, just from the trailers alone, already has a more accurate adaptation of Bowser than the Super Mario Brothers movie did? <laughs> yeah. Is that sad or not? It's 
it's not in the least bit surprising. <laughs> and he's he's only got not even a line in there, but the way he's supposed to, I mean, that's Bowser. That's the Bowser from the games. Mm-hmm. It's even got the ghost monster or a ghost monster in it. But, I mean, like, Wreck-It Ralph, it actually looks like not only do I want to see it, which is surprising, I know, to all of everyone hearing this, but it looks like it's an actual honest and loving look at the older style video games. It doesn't yeah. seem to have like an like an ironic arrogance to it that let's face it a lot of the animated movies and I'm not singling out Pixar but a lot of animated movies do when they when they look back at older properties. Well, even remakes do that too nowadays, unfortunately. I don't know, it's it's kind of one that honestly like I I've seen the the trailers and I don't know. I'll, I figure I'll probably see it at some point, but it's really not one that I'm especially like. Like I'm not like marking down my calendar or anything Ooh, for it. It's Wreck It Ralph Day. <laughs> I know. Oh man, Wreck It Friday. Oh, I gotta get there. Well, <laughs> it, well, see, Brad, what you should do since it actually looks like a decent flick, and Jake gets all the kids' movies. Don't let him go see that one. Send him to something else. Send Jake to something else. <laughs> yeah. So the, don't let him see the one that actually looks good. I'm sure it'll probably still be Jake and I seeing that one come Friday morning at like 10 a.m. <laughs> but I mean, but you've got like Wreck-It Ralph that is paying what looks like loving homage to the old arcade style days, and then you've got the Resident Evil movies that are just going. People want stupid, dumb. They want 3D, and they and they want wire work. Are are are, the, are these two movies fighting for the same audience of video gamers? Are the are the video game is the video game audience so separate that the Wreck It Ralph people are probably not going to be going to see the Resident Evil movies? Honestly, I think that the people that would go see Resident Evil are the same people that would go see Wreck It Ralph because while that while Wreck It Ralph is a kids movie, most of the references that like you know you're you're kind of geeking out about are ones that a kid these days wouldn't know. Like, like what kid is going to realize, like, oh, man, that's that's Cube Frogger joke right there. Oh, man, it's one of the ghosts from Pac-Man. I'm cool with that. So, I mean, I honestly, I think it is the same audience. It's just catering to different sides of that audience. You have, you know, the Resident Evil movies and stuff like that that are going towards, you know, gamers, you know, respectively our age that grew up on these old school games, but are now, you know, playing the current generation stuff. So, you know, the Resident Evil stuff caters to that. Wreck-It Ralph is just basically, in my opinion, it just seems like nostalgic fluff. Like, it's it's meant to pull on, you know, like, your emotional attachment to like, oh man, remember when you used to go to the arcades? That was great, right? Remember this character and this one and this guy over here? Oh, that was fun. I mean, that's yeah, all but I it's get actually from- putting them in a story, though, other than just straight out doing like reference humor. Well, I mean, it, it seems like they're putting Wreck-It Ralph into a story, but all the a story that a story that in context involves those other characters. And and it seems like there's that scene in the trailer where Qbert might play a key role. Remember where the builder from the Wreck-It Ralph game is like, I'm a little rusty on my Qberties, and that's clearly being mistranslated, and Qbert's getting pissed. That seems more than just like a hey, look, it's Qbert moving on to the next thing. Seems like they worked Qbert into the story, and I have a feeling some of the others have too, because 
Look at it from a business perspective. You don't spend all the money to license the rights to these characters from all these different games and use them in a throwaway gag. It depends. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of characters in it that are that are cameo, of course. I mean, you can't have all of these characters having, you know, some big central key role in what's going on. It's like, I mean, look at Roger Rabbit. You know, there were there were characters that popped up in that movie that became sort of central sort of to what was going on. And then you also you had like just little bit things like, you know, Drooby working the elevator and stuff like that. Or, or that could have been like an inclusive thing since he's Warner Brothers and so are the Looney Tunes. If we, if we get Daffy, we get Droopy too. Sweet. Because the highlight of that movie for me was Daffy and Donald's battle. That was great. I love that, that part. That was the highlight. I mean, I'm not. I, I was engaged in the plot. Don't get me wrong, but that's the part I always remember is Daffy and Donald finally having at it. That was awesome. That was my favorite part. When it comes to video game movies, you you you've got this weird thing where, like I already pointed out with like the Clyde Barker Jericho, where the games are now starting to feel more like movies, and the movies are starting to feel more like games. Do you think that's intentional from, and even going from your the two of yours your review of the Resident Evil abortion, they you guys said it felt like a goddamn video game. Bad yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I I think a a good portion of that is that, I mean, gamers nowadays, I mean, they they do expect more from a game. I mean, not to keep you know harping on Qbert, but. There really wasn't much to that. Jump around, avoid the snakes, curse, I guess. <laughs> These days, to, to hold the attention and to really kind of live up to the expectations of today, I mean, you really do have to have these epic, epic stories. In. And in a way, I think it, it almost helps to make them more movie-like because certain things that are out there like... Uh, uh, like Mass Effect, I know that it's one that's been uh, kind of looked at and optioned for a uh, for movie. That is such a huge, expansive story. I mean, even to cover the story of the first game, you'd probably need at least two movies, and at that point, they'd go ahead and make it a trilogy. And, and it's with, a trilogy of games. <laughs> well, and see, like making something like the Mass Effect games into a movie would be suicide because. Since those games are tailored around everybody has a vastly different gameplay experience, you'd make nobody happy. You'd you know even if you made Shepard a female, you'd piss off all the people that played Shepard as a male because the male and female stories play totally different. It, it, you know if you decided to kill the Rachni Queen rather than save the Rachni Queen, you'd piss off whichever people didn't take that option. A game like that is too user inclusive that I think it would be suicide to try and make a movie out of something like that. Well, and I think that, I mean, that that kind of goes okay, again, in my my opinion, because it, it does, it plays so cinematically, and it, it gives it a, a huge replayability to where you could play through in any different number of permutations. So watching a movie just based off of like, oh, it's it's just, you know, dude Shep doing things this way. I mean, I, I'd be fine with that because, I mean, yeah, it's just... It, it would just be a different way, like, oh, I haven't played it that way yet. But yeah, but it, it, it would even, like, okay, uh, take one that, that takes all sort of, you know, winding routes out of it, like something like uh, uh, Uncharted. 
that one is designed again from start to finish to play just like a a very long just epic you know adventure movie and i think it it would make for a great movie but having played the game i honestly don't feel that there's a need for a movie for that one just play the game it's it's a very cinematically structured game and i think that trying to make it into a movie you'll just lose everything that made the game so appealing and and approachable i agree <laughs> all right, so Brian gets all the the heavy work there. <laughs> I can. Well, we're finally we're finally talking about something that I at least know a portion about. <laughs> yeah, because you've been such dead weight up to this point. Well, I'm just saying, you know, there, there are certain things like when you guys get on a roll about like Glicken House or something like. Oh, I I'll just kind of sit over here and just just drink my beer on this side of the screen. <laughs> all right, well, we got to wind down anyway. Yeah, I just I I don't know. I I kind of think that. Things are, things are kind of getting to that that kind of halfway point to where I almost think that they should maybe stop trying to make video game movies just because the like again the the games themselves are becoming so cinematic that it it kind of seems redundant to make a movie about it. I, I'm not saying that all of them would be bad. I'm just saying that it it really does just seem kind of pointless to to make a movie based off a cinematic game. Well, no, I agree with what he's saying. It's basically the same concept as taking, like, material of a whole TV series worth of episodes and condensing all of that material down to, like, an hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie. Dark Shadows? Dark Shadows, Last Airbender, stuff like that. It's basically that same gist when you have a game that one already is cinematic and two is like 36, 40 hours long. (laughs) See, my final thought on this would be, I think it's funny and ironic that as the games became more cinematic, the movies became more simplistic. I don't think they could have planned that out. Take that, Barkray. (laughs) (laughs) So where can we find Brian Lewis? Uh, you can find me over at thecinemasnob.com, and actually, to promote myself here for one second, uh, you can also find me over on Huffington Dave, where I'm doing an entire month of movie reviews, or going to attempt to if I don't get way too lazy in about three more days. And uh, don't you own that Cinema Snob site that Brad leeches off of? I, I do. I, I'm, I'm secretly the backer for all of this. So, Brad, uh, can you be found over on Brian's site, thecinemasnob.com? Yes, I can. That's it, huh? Just, yes, I can? <laughs> yes, I can. Indeed. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can find me at 1201beyond.com, 1201beyond at gmail.com. You guys know all that. So instead of watching a bad video game movie, just go play a bad video game. Play Shaq Boo. <laughs>